Hi, this is Morgan Peter Brown. Thanks for listening to Fear Initiative. If you like what you hear, follow us on social media and rate and review us on your favorite podcast app or podcatcher. And tell your friends, because friends are fun and they like to hear cool things too. Anyway, on with the show. It's a cold, dreary night in New Caledor City. Not that any of the people milling about would give that away. The streets, filled with working stiffs and families, were given away to criminals, junkies, and those on the prowl. The smart ones were already at home, safely behind locked doors. The rest of them, like you, are out on the streets, seeing what bit of mischief could be most fun to have that evening. Behind you is the Chapel of Perpetual Misery, your partner, a veteran street cop named Ivan Tarleton, has popped inside for his nightly ritual of prayers and offerings to the matron before setting out on patrol. Next to you is your sister, and technically your boss, Thomason. For a brief moment, her face is lit up by a match as she puffs on a pipe. I heard you and Tarleton aren't really working out very well. He says you're a little too hot-headed. Tommy, I, I don't know if that's fair. He says you're not really listening when you go out there. I'm trying, you know. I, I know that his ways are a bit strange. Yeah, no, know? I, it, there, there is a period of adjustment, you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get into this. It's, it's a lot, okay? And, and the pressure from you and Dad isn't exactly helping. Well, Dad thinks you're actually doing great. Um, he's just glad that you're back, that you're here to stay this time. I make a small face of surprise. No, seriously, he was telling me uh, this, this morning that he was just happy that you finally had decided on something. Mm. At that moment, um, Tarleton walks out. He um, stops in front of you, this old grizzled dwarf, and gives you and your sister a look, and he nods to Thomason, and he uh, turns to you. And he goes, ready to go. Sergeant, yeah. Sergeant McQuaid, what can I help you with? And she goes, nothing, just saying goodbye to my baby bro. <clears throat> See you later. Say, stay out, safe out there, baby. And I grit my teeth and follow Tarleton. Leaving downtown, uh, leaving Drowtown, uh, Tarleton takes you on a dizzying meander through the cloying odors of the pens. Secretly, you think it's because Tarleton just likes to look at cows. Then past the hoppy scents of Iron Brewery in Sweeties. And finally to Artifi Artificer's Row in Little Calder. Along the way, the crowds part for you as people found better things to do with their time, becoming fascinated with newspapers, doorways, or their own feet. I, yeah, you know doing my best to look like I'm keeping a watchful eye, but I'm probably kind of distracted. I'm, I'm, I'm feel Ivan's eyes on me, you know, like mm -hmm. it's just kind of <clears throat> trying to, trying to be good, but, but also definitely kind of enjoying, um, the reaction, uh, that, that us walking down the street has on other people. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. As you were walking down Artificer's Row, you come to a street called Arm Street and looking down there, you can see three humans all large, all dressed in black, 
and trying to look like they're not trying to break into Squizzacookie's goldsmithing. Uh, Charlton turns to you and goes, I think I'm going to go over there and get myself a, get us something to eat. Wait, no. Why don't you go take care of this uh, quaid? What, what do you mean? Should, shouldn't you, like... Well, they're breaking in. Go tell them to yeah, stop. Yeah, what do you mean? You're gonna you're just going to go get something to eat? I'm going to go over there and get us a couple of sandwiches. It's going <sighs> to be fine. Fine. If you, if I'll, try I will, to have I will, my back, I guess. I will hear you scream. You are a watchman. Act like it. Perfect. Excuse me! The All three of them look up, and, and then they all appear to be hiding something behind their backs, and they go, uh, yes, officer, what what can we do for you? I put my halberd out in front of me and just sort of, like, holding it there, mm-hmm. but, like, at the ready, but, like, definitely, you know, in sure. ready position. Can we, um, help you boys with something tonight? No, no, my friend over here, he just, uh, managed to get himself locked out of his store, and we needed to to break it, isn't that right, uh, uh, Lenny? Yeah, it's totally what's happening. I'm, I'm locked out of this this store. This is your store. Yes. Uh huh. Yes, it's, this is my this is my store, and and because I am Lenny, and he looks up at the sign and looks back down at you. Squizzle Cookie. Uh huh. Yeah. That is my name. I'm gonna need you to show me some identification with that name on it, sir. I... I step closer to them. Yeah. I want you to roll on intimidation. Okay. Pretty good. 21. Okay. They back up against the door of, of the store, and, and, and they're like, I left it inside my store. Oh, it's probably back in my apartment. Yeah. So how about me and the rest of the boys, we are just going to skedaddle on down the street, and uh, uh, oh, I found this... Attempted Officer. breaking and entering and attempted robbery is a crime, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. I just... I Why found don't you all cr- turn around and put your hands on the wall? And they all, you know, start complying uh, yeah. with you. All right. And I start... Um, I prop my halberd against the wall, keeping a hand on my dagger. I'm going to start trying to search mm-hmm. the one who was at the door. Okay. Um, as you're searching the one at your that door, you find you know a dagger, which is just normal. Everyone carries those around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find a short sword, also sort of normal in the dirty in the big city. Uh, you find a, a crowbar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find like a couple of empty sacks, and then the one on the end books it. Mm-hmm. Just starts running away. Um. I keeping my eyes on the other two. I'm gonna let him go. Okay. Uh, just you search the other one. You Tarleton, find the same thing. God damn it! All right. Yeah, that's me here behind you. What? Is your friend got somewhere to be? I, I look at his look at the guy in front of me. Um, he his mother was calling him. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. So uh, you big into the? Uh, this is a bakery shop. It's a goldsmithing shop. I'd say you big you big into goldsmithing, huh? I come from a long line of goldsmiths. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, tell me the last thing that you made out of gold. A necklace. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm going to use my <laughs> manacles <laughs> okay. and cuff him. Okay. Charlton, cuff this guy. These guys were just trying to break into this goldsmithing shop. Yes, sir, McQuaid, says uh, Charlton. I roll my eyes. And he puts some manacles on them. And he goes... Well, let's go, boys. Might as well hook him up to the pole for the for the wagon to get him later. Yeah, and he uh, marches them off. Do I find thieves' tools? Anything? Oh like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Okay, good. yeah, yeah. And a, and a crowbar, you said. Yeah, yeah. 
as you're walking they're pleading the entire time you're like well, we're just it wasn't we didn't break in well you know all that kind of no sure 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 as soon as we can get someone else down here that works at the store to identify you as the owner of the store I'm sure we'll just be able to let you go right yeah, yeah, totally. But uh, they, they, it's, it's the middle of the night. They're not going to come in and no, yeah, I for, know. for well, hours. We can so, wait. Well, I mean, I can wait at my house. No, no, no. You can wait here with us. And then uh, that's when uh, Charlton manacles them to the uh, police pole on the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very uh, simple and old pole. That's just like a kind of like a an arch, mm-hmm. like a like a, how a bicycle. Uh, like arc arches. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he just uh, manacles to them and he turns to you and goes, Wagon's going to be around here. In a couple hours, they'll pick them up. A couple hours? Yeah, they don't have any place else to go. Oh, just you want to walk them all the way back to the cannery? No. I'm... No. We have patrols to do, McQuaid. Yep. Yep. No, for sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's no. fine. No, that's fine. He turns to the guys and goes, You boys, sit tight. Yeah. Watch your backs. Behave yourselves. And then, then Charlton just starts walking off. Are you going to do that every time? Like, you're just going to walk away and act like you've got somewhere else to be? I always had you in eyesight. Oh, okay. What if they turn around and, like, pulled a, pulled a knife on me? Then I would have shot them with my crossbow. <sighs> All right, well. McQuaid, there's going to come a time where you're going to have to do this by yourself. I'm not going to be here to protect you. And... These three guys are no threat to anybody. They're they're normal guys. I've seen them around a couple of times. I probably would have let them go because they just try this every couple of weeks. Yeah, but the law is the law, and if, if we don't deter them from you know breaking into these shops, then they're just going to, as you said, they're just going to keep doing it. Maybe the reason they keep doing it is because you let them go. Well, I don't let them go, but I usually don't catch them in the act. I stop them before it happens. All right. Are they guilty of committing a crime before the crime actually occurs? Isn't it better to maybe ask them or try to teach them a better way of doing things? I don't know. The law is the law. That is one way of looking at it, son. But what do you mean? What do you? Hmm. What do you mean? I'm too hot-headed. Sister told you about that. Yeah. There's a couple of different guys on on the force. There's guys like me and I think I'm actually might be the only one where the best thing to do is to prevent crime and then to always toe the line to do what is right not necessarily what's the law the other guys like some people you know are the kinds that see that the the sleeves give them the ability to take things from people like they're owed things and the third is you who at once appears they want to prove something and at the same time are unwilling to spend the time to figure it out. Trying. I know. I would have requested a transfer if you weren't. All right. It's going to be okay, son. It's a long night. It'll be okay. All right. Thank you. couple an hour, uh, an hour or two more of walking the streets more people walk away from you more people ignore you some of them find better things to do with their times this is normal and as Tarleton has told you many times sometimes you're just here to show that you're here mm-hmm. and just appearing 
is enough to keep people from going crazy. Mm-hmm. That a city is a is a uh, is a pressure cooker, and all you need is to give a little bit of relief sometime. Eventually, you get to the alley behind a dive bar called the Silk Jacket. It's at the edge of the Sweeties. It's normally a meeting spot for some of the gangs that infest this part of town, which means Charlton makes it a point to stroll down it once or twice each each patrol. Most nights, the toughs scatter when they hear you ho- when, he- when they hear your hobnail boots cl- uh, clacking on the chewed up cobblestone. I like to cast a uh, light like here and there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. know, just kind of like shine a light instead. Of, you know, I don't have a flashlight, obviously. So mm-hmm. I'm just just kind of as we're walking down an alley, I'll like cast light on a barrel, and then I'll cast light a little further down, just kind of lighten up areas. Sure. you know, keeping things safe. So as you're doing this, just kind of randomly like casting light on things. Um, in the darkness, you can see a dwarf with his back to you, and he appears to be holding something pretty heavy. Where um, is he? Is he moving, or is he's, he just? He's, he's like just... eighty feet in front of you. He appears to be like half lifting it, and then not going any further. Can I help you something there, sir? This guy uh, turns around to look at you. He's uh, wearing a leather jerkin, and he's uh, bald headed. And he has a large kind of ratty beard. But he, what you do notice is that his arms and his face and his head are completely covered in tattoos. And at the very top, he has a small bun at the top of his head. You need help with something? And he goes, oh, no, 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 no officers. We're, we're, I'm fine. It's going to be a couple more seconds. I take it. It's going to be fine. Do it. Can I see what he was lifting? Um, it's kind of difficult to see in this distance. Plus, it's in front of him. Mm-hmm. And you're behind him. I'll... Uh cast light on like literally something on the ground like to the right like shortly to the right of him as as I sort of mm-hmm. as I sort of approach am I able to see he glances over at but like I said he's between you and whatever thing he's holding okay and then as the moment the light flares on he like grunts with effort and he lifts up once and you hear a crack and then he drops what's in front of him he's like well that's all done be seeing you gentlemen and he starts walking away Uh, Charlton nods. He goes, uh, his name's Stomp. Stomp. All those tattoos, they they sort of signifiers or something? Yeah, he works for Honest Giannis. Do I know that name? He's a minor uh, a crime criminal boss okay. in the city. Do we think he's up to any anything good Stomp back here? Stomp is never up to anything good. All right, I, I sort of and as you walk get a closer, little faster up close to it, yeah. You see that the thing that he dropped is the body of a halfling woman. What the fuck? Her head is facing the wrong direction. Okay, and then I, I book it after mm-hmm. the direction I saw him run. He's not even he's not even running. He's he's just walking. Stomp is. Yeah. yeah. Stomp is. Yeah. Hey, hey. He turns halt. and goes. I'm sorry, officers. There's something I can do for you. Yeah. How about this woman back here? Uh, Althea. What about her? Sorry, I'm going to need you to just step back here with us for just one moment, sir. I don't think you really want to do this, officer. I think you don't want to walk away from me right now. So just come back over here and stand right there for one moment. Hey, you're the boss, but you're not going to like what's going to happen. Fine. And he trudges back with you. All right, I I crouch down next to the halfling woman's body. Uh, Charlton's already kind of kneeling next to her, and he looks over at you, and he says, Neck's broken. How recently are we able to tell? 
couple minutes at most. This is someone's. This, this is yeah. This isn't a fall or anything like that. And as he's, uh, did you just find this woman? Yeah, I was just walking out back behind uh, the silk jacket, and all of a sudden, I found this dead halfling here. It's crazy how things happen. Like and you that. weren't gonna, you just weren't gonna tell anybody. You saw us a minute. Well, ago. I'm not a member of the watch. Why would I tell anybody about this stuff? Insight check. <laughs> that one. He he is telling the truth. He is not a member of the watch. <laughs> And I grit as, my teeth and I turn away. It, I, I'm searching her body or anything like that. Is there? Uh, Charlton stands up and he goes, uh, "McQuaid, why don't you why don't you just cuff him to that uh, to, to the fire escape?" Sir, I'm going to need you to turn around. I don't think you want to do this, buddy. I don't think you want to tell me what I can and can't do. Turn around. Okay. And he turns around. Okay. And I pull out some manacles and I put them on his hand. I put them on his wrists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I chain him to the fire escape, as you said. Yeah. Uh, I'll search him. Um, he has a, a short sword on him. Okay. Uh, he has the three or four knives. He's got a, he's wearing, I'll take all of those off him. Okay. Uh, he's, he has a, his hair in a bun. Yeah. Does the matron approve of uh, breaking the necks of ladies? Well, war is war, my friend. What do you mean by war exactly? Nothing. Nothing. So Tarleton walks over to you and goes, uh, Stomp, I, b- I believe that's your name, Stomp. Uh, did you know this woman? And Stomp shakes his head. You knew her name a minute ago. Oh, that was a guess. Oh, really? What was that again? Althea. Althea. Why were you so sure that her name's Althea? She could have been a uh, waitress here uh-huh. at the, at the silk, silk jacket. jacket. Yeah, it okay. could be. Yeah, is it, do you have a guess as to why something bad might have just happened to Althea? Well, sometimes people mouth off to the wrong people. Oh, wow. That's a really interesting guess. It is an interesting guess. It's funny that sometimes you commit suicide in a very strange way. You say the wrong thing to the wrong person, and all of a sudden you somehow end up dead. I slug, I slug him in the stomach. And, <coughs> that wasn't very smart, officer. Back up. Charlton... You know, is is waiting for you, and he goes. I think she was violated. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. What do you want to do? Who the fuck is this guy? Stomp. He's a a low level. Uh, yeah. He's just okay. an enforcer working for you. Honest Giannis. He just thinks he's gonna walk away. Well, Honest Giannis has about most of the wyverns and half the force on the take. Fuck. What do you think we should do? Let me ask you that question first. I th- I think this guy needs to go to jail. Agreed. So we need to call the, the wagon, I guess. And how do you expect us to do that? <sighs> Using being that we're dealing with medieval technology. Here. Okay, so how how far are we from the um from the from the station from the mm. nearest station? Uh, three or four miles. It's on literally on the other side of the city. I mean, this... Look, are we bound to find anything worse than this tonight? I think one of us should stay here with her. And one of us, I guess, should escort this piece of shit back to the station. Agreed. So don't let him go. Don't kill him right now. No, I... Escort him back to the station. I wouldn't kill him. Good answer, officer. And at that moment, 
you look down the street and Tarleton freezes and he turns to you and he looks back at Stomp and Stomp now has this giant just shitty grin on his face and he goes oh things are gonna about to get very bad for you boys shut your mouth what do I see uh, there is a half-orc at the end of the street, also covered in tattoos. Okay. Very similar to Stomp's. He looks down the street, stares, sees Giannis in the light that's still... Uh, sees uh, Stomp in the light, and he sees the two uh, watchmen standing there, and then books it down the street. He was and, a friend of yours? Then uh, Charleston goes, I, his name is Gugu, from what I understand. Gugu. He didn't seem super helpful to you there, friend Stomp. Oh, no, he's going for reinforcements. Cool. They'll be here in a few minutes. Well, you won't be, so let's get a let's get a move on. Very well, officer. What are you gonna do, Charlton? Are you, I'm sorry, take Charlton aside. Are you gonna just I mean take the body back into the silk jacket? Maybe he, they have a back room he, or something? He shakes his head, he pulls off his, his rain cloak and he places it over the body and bundles it up as best as he can, then he actually sticks it behind a dumpster yeah. and he goes she's can't. evidence yeah she's already dead son there's nothing we can do about this right now so you're gonna come with me absolutely all right all right, all right. okay all right let's go so uh yeah i'm not too nicely yanking uh yeah. stomp down the street as you know towards the direction towards the most lighted area mm -hmm. like where it's the busiest like right now and also in the hopefully in the direction of the station okay. so we gotta walk yeah Let's go to the night market. A lot of people there. Easy to slip away into the crowd. Might be able to pick up the yellow wagon. Fine. Um, so you start walking uh, down the street, and as you are rounding the corner, you can see that there's a couple of more guys with tattoos behind you. None of them appear to be looking for you. Mm -hmm. uh, this is Honest Giannis' territory, so he tends to just have a lot of guys out here. And it's, it's only a matter of time before, you know, being as subtle as I can, I guess I'm just keeping Stomp in front of me, but I'm, like, not trying to look like I'm escorting a criminal as best I can. I, you know, yeah. even I've got my hand, like, clearly on his manacles. He's not going anywhere. But sure. But I'll occasionally just, ha, 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 turn and smile, and I say, laugh, you son of a bitch. And yeah, Stomp goes, no. <laughs> All right, and I shrug, and I give him a shoulder shove and keep moving. Uh huh. And then Tarleton goes, did you keep any of those uh, loot bags from the uh, from the guys that we stopped earlier? Yeah. We just bag him. Just put him in a bag? I'll put it over his head so no one can see who he is. But wouldn't that be like like giving away exactly? Oh, so no one see. Okay, all right, yeah. Okay. Well, hope Stop you don't. Goes, Please don't do this, officers. I'm afraid of the dark. I hope you don't mind it. And I put a bag over his head. And that's when he's under the, side, uh, when he's under the bag. He's like, now I'm really scared, gentlemen. I bet. Uh... Carlton, is there anywhere we can go that might like intersect with somebody else's patrol? Unfortunately, because of all the cutbacks, we're the only people uh, in this part of Sweeties. Let's just keep it's going to keep going to the cannery, son. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Making your way through the crowd, um, you you arrive at the night market, and it's called that because, for very obvious reasons, mm -hmm. there are lots of people here. But unlike the other parts of the city, where once the sun goes down, it's just a bunch of horrible people, this place is filled with actual people doing commerce. So lots of market stalls, lots of food sellers, lots of people buying and selling uh, all kinds of things. Uh, because uh, you know the the crutch uh, beneath the city is working 24 hours a day and requires a pretty large labor force to produce all the things down there. 
Uh, so I, I strap my halberd to my back and I'm holding my mace in one hand okay. as I'm, but I'm like holding it down against my hip, you sure. know, basically as I'm as I'm leading this hooded man through this busy place. Making your way through the crowd, Tarleton throws out a hand and pulls you to a stop. He points to at a pair of lowlifes loitering on the corner. The halfling, Zingo, is as smart as he is tall, but with a rage to make up for his short stature. His half-elf friend, Twist, is thin to the point of being skeletal, with quick darting eyes always looking for an angle. These guys both work for Honest Giannis, and they are dangerous in the extreme. Tarleton pulls you behind a, uh, a food seller's cart and pulls a stomp down with you, and he goes, What do you think, McQuaid? I'll look around the market. Is there, what's, is there a way around them that they maybe won't be able to... There's, and you're, you're in a valley of, of, of uh, buildings at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's, it's difficult. They're not really looking at anything, but they're just loitering in the area. So, yeah. um, it's, uh, why don't you roll an intelligence check okay. real quick? Twelve. It'd be interesting if somehow Giannis got somebody ahead of you, being that you've been moving the entire time. Right. It'd be very difficult. Right, okay, so maybe they're not looking for us. They're just here. They're just here, taking in the night air. All right, maybe, you know, maybe you should, maybe Tarleton, you should go off and just sort of distract them, give them something to look at, and I'll, you know, cut cut to the left, you cut to the right. And hopefully if you can distract them, keep them looking at you, then I'll, uh, I'll head in the other direction. Okay, we can make that happen. Okay. And uh, Tarleton uh, stands up and he starts walking away. This is, this is crazy. Can I just say, Tarleton, this is crazy? Like, we are the cops. They are the bad guys. Why are we the ones hiding hi- like we're like we're rats? Well, there's a lot more of them than of us. I just felt like saying that this is fucking nuts. I don't disagree with you, son. Right, I know. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not. We getting... should be out there and telling us we can bluff our way through them. We can just tell them to move and they will move. If you want to do that, no, no. Let's let's then they'll tell all their friends. Let's try and let's try and just get by them first. I'm gonna go and cause and he points over to a a, a fruit stall mm-hmm. that's uh, a, just a two wheeled wagon that's held up by a by a, by a box on the end. He's like, I'm gonna go kick that box out, knocking all the guy's stuff over. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Hopefully they'll look over there. Give you a, maybe a couple seconds to get through it. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll keep an eye on you. Charlton uh, walks over there. The night is uh, still cold, and a light drizzle is coming down, but it doesn't seem to really bother most of the people here. Um, he meanders over there, and Twist and Zingo don't really uh, pay any attention to him. It's just another watchman walking through the area. Eventually, he gets over to the cart. I'm, I'm edging Stomp over as close to, you know, where we need to go as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being ready. Mm-hmm. And then at the exact moment that Charlton kicks the box out, knocking the stuff over, um, Stomp lashes out at you with his head and attempts to club you to the ground. Okay. Um, uh, That would be an 18. That hits. All right, so he full-on headbutts you uh, right in in the middle of the forehead. You take... Fuck. Ooh. You take three points of... Semi-permanent damage. Oh, uh, wow. Temporary damage. <laughs> okay. uh, please roll a, con- a constitution check. Okay. Uh, great. 
<laughs> it was a heavy die. One second. That is a 15. All right. Uh, you're starting to see stars in front of your eyes, but you're not actually knocked out. He then starts taking off down the street, and he uh, bumps into things. He can barely see through this through this uh, thing. Wait. And he then starts yelling. He starts he starts yelling, "Help! Help! I'm being I'm being I'm being I'm being abducted." I'm gonna Help. run up and try and like. Yeah, you. It's easy to catch up to him because he's you know. Yeah. Right. He can't see. Um, and I'm gonna. Charlton from the other side is now running after you too, and now Zingo Whack twists him. see you. I'm gonna, jeez, uh, uh, I'm gonna mace him in the back of the knee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, roll an attack. Okay. You, know, you can also roll with advantage because he doesn't know how to actually move out of the way. Don't need to. That's a nat twenty. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you you hit him in the knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes down, tumbling until finally he like lands with his head hitting something pretty hard. Yeah. Um. You're not trying to damage him. You're no, just no, to, yeah. yeah. Just trying to stop him. So, yeah. um, And now he's on the ground. And he's... Ugh, ugh. And Charleston gets over to you and goes, What the, what the heck happened? He, I'm holding my nose as I'm like... He tried to run on me and headbutted me in the face. You can't keep track of one prisoner? <sighs> I'm, I'm, just... I'm sorry. That was un- uncalled for. Right. But you have to keep your wits about you, McQuaid. Yeah. And that's when... Uh, Come on. And I lift him off the ground. You lift uh, uh, a stomp off the ground. And the moment you turn around, you are you come face to face with this uh, half-elf named Twist, mm-hmm. who's standing right there, and he goes, Hey, Tarleton. Who's this? And Tarleton looks over at the guy. He goes, No one important. What are you doing here, Twist? Just seeing what all the fuss is about. It's funny. All this commotion over here. A guy yelling, saying he's being ab- he's being abducted. Are they uh, blocking our way to in the direction we were looking to go? Yeah, they're just kind of standing there, though. All right. Well, uh, you guys have yourselves a fine night, and I am leading uh, Stomp off past. What's the What's the uh, hurry, officer? Who, Why is that what any of your business? Just making conversation, especially somebody uh, we haven't seen here too often. Well, this is official watch business, so I, I mind you. What's uh, What's the way. What's Who's that you got there? What did he do? I don't think that's any of your business. And that's when the the guy starts uh, stomp starts going like oh my god, my god, is what is going on? Because you he he went down hard, so yeah. he's more or less knocked out, but yeah. he's starting to come too. And he goes, uh, seems like you really uh, rung his bell there, officer. Anyway, and I will use my shoulder to basically make my way past him. And that's when uh, Zingo is now standing in front of me. He goes, that's funny. Who do you got there? Why aren't you going to tell my friend about it? Huh? I'm sorry. Is this your street? Can I move past? This is. I'm a member of the New Calendar City Watch. Please, out of my way. Why, yes, this is actually my street. Is it? Zingo Way. It says it over there. And he points at a sign. It definitely doesn't say that at all. Oh, do you have a deed of ownership? It's in my other pants. You want to check them? <laughs> no. You want to reach down and check it for me, no, officer? No, no, thank you. Uh, that's all right. You gentlemen have yourselves a nice evening. And I, again, I'm much larger than okay. these people. I'm just yeah. going to shove my way past. And that's uh, you shove your way past. My little one. And then, and then, uh, and Zingo says, "Like I don't like to be pushed around, officer. I'll be seeing you around." Fine. Looking forward to it. And as you as, as you say that, throwing that over your shoulder, you see uh, maybe uh, fifty yards behind you, uh, uh, Gugu. And half a dozen other guys are now walking into the crowd. I'm looking around, Tarleton. I'm like, is there some place we can duck into? What? What? Where are we? 
Um, you're towards the edge of the, of, the, of the night market. And at that moment, as you're looking around, a loud bell signals the oncoming yellow cart. It is a large yellow carriage that rides on steel rails in the middle of the street and is pulled by a mechanical horse with glowing purple eyes and a mouth. Nice. And Tarleton goes, we'll just hop on, hide on the hide on the top deck. This is just like civilian, uh, like a bus? Yeah, it's okay, just how people it. get through the city. Okay, cool. All right, yeah, let's jump on. All right. So Tarleton and you get, get on. Uh, Stomp is still kind of, ugh. Yeah, and I'm, so he's just kind I'm of half saying, carried, uh, yeah. why don't you roll a stealth? Okay. Sure. Because you're trying to be surreptitious here. Sure. Ooh, 19. I'm rolling very well. Okay. Um, so you're getting, you get onto the, uh, onto the yellow, uh, onto the yellow cart. And when you climb to the top, you kind of shove stomp down into a corner mm-hmm. and you just peek your head over the top to see what's going on. And you see, uh, as you're pulling away from the night market, um, the bell of the the cart starts ringing again, signaling it's about to move, and uh, you see that Gugu has reached Zingo and Twist, and uh, they start talking to each other and they start gesturing down the street, not exactly towards the yellow cart, just down the street. Yeah. Um, and then uh, all all of them, all like nine of them or so, just start starting to throw people out of the way, Ugh. and they're just searching. What? What? Tarleton, like. What what gives these guys the, this kind of feeling that that they can get get away with this? They were treating us like we were nobody. We are nobody. We're the watch. Do you do you really do you really think that we're in charge of the city? The duke barely has any power here. The only reason he has any power is because he controls the wyverns, and he can send them out and just slaughter people wholesale. There are what maybe. A hundred of us watchmen for an entire city? What do you think we're doing here? I mean, the normal civilians, they're going to uh, pay us attention. They're going to listen to us. But Giannis has almost as many guys working for us as are in the watch. And most of those guys have no problems killing people. And half of our guys are getting paid by Giannis. So what are we supposed to do? Our jobs. I'm sorry, son. This is the reality that we're living in. This place is screwed up. And the only thing we can do is stand in the way of it. And right now, dying out here is not a good idea. But this piece of crap, and he gives Stomp a little kick, he needs to face justice. Even if that means we take him to the jail, and the judge decides to release him because there's no evidence. We still do our jobs. Okay. Okay. About a half an hour goes by, uneventfully, on the yellow cart. As you go head deeper and deeper into the city, or maybe about halfway back to the cannery, when the cart comes to an abrupt stop throwing people against the edges, against their seats. I look out front. Is there a reason that we're stopped? Ahead of you is a gaunt, almost eight-foot-tall man dressed from head to toe in stained brown leather with a full face mask in the shape of a bird's beak and a round, wide-brimmed hat. Okay. In his hands is a cane. He holds up his hand for the, for the cart to halt. And you hear ringing out, Gentlemen, it seems you have taken something that doesn't belong to you. Hand him over, 
and we can go all our, we can all go our own ways without any more spillage. Who's that? Charlton turns. He goes, "I have no freaking clue." All right, I'm gonna try and as subtly as I can make my way to the driver of the cart. Is there a driver? Yeah, there's of the, cart? A, the dwarf that's controlling it. All right, I'm, I'm gonna be kind of like, like you know, down on one knee mm-hmm. behind, behind the driver. Um, dwarf turns to you and goes, "You're a red sleeve. Go take care of this." Just keep, just, just keep pushing forward. She's not gonna move. Make him get out of the way. How am I gonna do this? This horse can't move. There's something in the way. Uh, all right, I look, look back at Tarleton just to like stay here. I guess. You think it's a smart idea, McQuaid? I don't know. Well, good luck. I step out. And the uh, the, the 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 bird's beak turns towards you. And as you get closer, you realize it is a leather mask made of looking like a bird's beak with two round glass uh, enclosures where its eyes should be. And and you hear uh, now, because he goes, Oh, officer, very good to see you. Can I help you with something? You have someone my employer would like to have. So if you would hand them over to me, we can go our separate ways. I don't know I'm... what you're talking about. I'm on my way home after a long shift. Really? Yeah. And he pulls out a uh, a compass, and, and he looks at it, and he, and he goes, No, this is pointing directly at you. Two red sleeves abducted Stomp uh, Kelflake, and that appears to be you, officer. I'm sorry. I don't know what you think you're doing. I'm a member of the New Calendar City Watch on official business, and you're stopping public transportation, so I would thank you to get out of the way. Officer, I am giving you a chance here to resolve things peacefully. I suggest you take it before things come to fisticuffs. I look around, is there anyone else here? Is oh it just no, that? the street has completely emptied out. This guy is exuding just, like, terror. <sighs> step forward. I get off the cart. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, so you work for Honest Giannis? Who did you say you were looking for? For Stomp Kelflake, and I don't work for him. He just picked up my contract for the evening. Now then, you have Stomp on the yellow cart. I can... Uh, hello! And he waves up at where, where Tarleton is. He's up there with your with your partner. If you would just bring him down, we can take care of this. We're bringing in a perpetrator of a crime that we witnessed him uh, in potentially in the murder of a young woman. So no, I won't be doing that. You're about to be a victim of a crime if you don't give me what I want, officer. You're already committing a crime threatening a member of the watch, so I think you need to turn around and put your hands behind your back. That's that's when, that's when he uh, like drops the cane and he pulls out two scalpels, and he goes, "I believe this is where we start dancing." What the fuck? And roll initiative. Okay. Fifteen. Okay. He he goes first. Okay. He has a scalpel in either hand. The scalpels are, you know, maybe three inches long or so. What? Okay. And he comes literally dancing towards you. Good God. Sounds like something out of Silent Hill. And uh, what is your AC? 16. Chainmail. Okay. Um, he hits you 
twice. Whoa. One with each scalpel. Each one does two points of damage. Ow. Okay. So four total. <coughs> four total. Uh, the uh, temporary damage you had before is, is healed at this oh, point. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, okay. So, yes. All right. Copy. Okay. Ah! Uh, and he goes, I will kill... Uh, he, he says, I will destroy you with a bunch of cuts. <laughs> um... He's pretty thin. Oh, very thin. Okay. Um, I'm going to like basically kind of shrug him off me mm-hmm. and then whip out my halberd and take a big swing at one of his legs. Roll the attack. Okay. No, that is a nine. Okay. Um, the halberd connects with his hip. Okay. Uh, roll damage, please. Okay. Uh, ooh, uh, that's ten even. Okay. Yeah. Um. It digs deep into his side, mm-hmm. and, and, and he falls to the ground, and he starts like, and he, but he doesn't it doesn't make any sound at all. And he's laying on the ground, and he goes, "That was unfortunate, officer. Now I don't have to take it easy on you." I I'm like I'm trying doing my best to kind of keep him away from me, and at that and that's when he uh, lashes out with both of his feet, Ugh. and hits once. And roll a constitution saving throw, please. Oh, jeez. Okay. Do I get proficiency on any saves? Uh, constitution and, and strength. strength yeah. Okay, yes. Um, uh, sorry. Uh, 22 on the con save. Okay. Um, he, he knocks you pretty hard uh, on the side. Uh, you take uh, three more points of damage. Uh, ouch. And he's starting to, trying to stagger back up to his feet. Mm. Um... I'm going to, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do my best to keep him away from, like keep him at that 10 foot reach. And then sure. I'm going to take a, a, another swing at trying like, like take one of his arms. I want to like take sure. one of those needles out of his hand. So okay. yeah, another swing down at one of those. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 14. You're, unfortunately you're kind of aiming for his hand, but he's dancing which is really what's yeah. kind of funny about it and he's also humming a tune the entire time the and it just impacts on his shoulders and he and he goes Arr! doesn't take off his hand but it's 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 it hurts okay do I roll damage yeah absolutely okay um that's cocked uh it's 12 12 points of damage okay um he uh staggers once more and then he <sighs> lashes out with both hands and jeez, <laughs> um, he does uh, nineteen <laughs> points of damage. <laughs> that knocks me unconscious. You are unconscious. Yeah. As he lashes out with his uh, scalpels again, you, he rears up and just stabs them deep into <gasps> your body. And as the darkness enfolds you. You, you, he brings you close to his bird's beak. <laughs> and he goes, Now is the time that we get to have our fun, officer. And then, nothing. <laughs> the aches of the evening come crashing into you with brutal clarity as you come back to consciousness. <gasps> A harsh spotlight shines down on you from somewhere far above. 
Your arms and legs are fastened with leather straps to a metal chair. The metal chair itself is bolted down onto the stone floor. In front of you in identical chairs are Tarleton and Stomp. Arranged around you are, they are awake? cages shrouded in darkness with things moving in them. They are both awake. Tarleton looks over at you. His eyes kind of dazed. You can see a couple of crisscrossing cuts on him and and bruises. And he goes, Farley, how you... Who was that guy? I don't know. He was really strong. I saw you stab him. Yeah. Like, I got him. I thought I got him, like, really good. Are you okay? I'll live, but what is this place? <laughs> I don't know. And you can, you can hear in the background, like, just outside of this harsh light that's beaming down on all three of you, you can hear things just like pacing back and forth, occasionally rattling uh, the, the cages that they're in. Uh, is Stomp awake? Stomp does wake up and he goes, Hey. I'm fine too. Thank you for asking. Hey. Why are you tied up? I don't know McQu- I don't know McQuaid. Did you know who that guy was? Do you think I know an eight foot tall bird man? I don't know the type of company you keep. I don't keep that kind of company. You don't seem super um, picky. No. That is hurtful, son. All right, sure. Am I? I'm. I'm. I'm restrained. I'm not able to cast light at oh, all. Am I? No. No. Okay. No. Um, I'm gonna like try and. I mean, you know, I'm a strong guy, so I'm trying like rock and like try as much you, as I can you to try. Roll and, athletics, if you want. Yeah, I will. Uh, Fifteen. Nope. Okay. Like you're you're trying to rock yourself out of this chair, yeah. But everything you're doing is uh, just not working. And I'm. Uh, you said there's there's shapes moving in the cages to on yeah, both sides it's, of it. It's, but because of the uh, the fact that they're all in spotlights, you just can't see anything. It just fades off in the <sighs> darkness. All right. Um, what you do see is something with either too many arms or too many mouths or something else like that. It's it's super eerie in here. And then from down the hallway, you hear whistling. Um, that, you know, is, is, is that jaunty tune that, uh, that the man was, uh, whisp- that was humming before when he was dancing around you. Stop. Tell us whatever you know right now. I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. All right. Keep your mouth fucking shut. Okay. You don't tell me what to do, McQuaid, but I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> and then the door opens and you hear, evening, gentlemen. I am so happy you could join me for this evening's festivities. No, no, no one talk yet. I have things to repair. And as he walks in, um, he uh, as he walks in, he's wheeling a spotless metal cart that has a white towel draped over the top. He places the cart in the center of the room so all three of you can see it. Then he rips the cloth off with a flourish, revealing a fine array of scalpels, saws, and other edged implements, along with vials of a glowing of a, a glowing red liquid. Does he seem to uh, still care that carry the injures, injuries? That oh, I... no, he's perfectly fine. The, the only fuck? difference is that uh, where you've actually pierced his uh, leather robes um, has just been uh, fixed with a, a surgeon's knots. Okay. So he, um... And he yeah. goes, Now, let us begin. And he turns turns to you and he goes, What has Stomp told you? 
I... I didn't know his name until you just said it right now. You didn't know Stomp when I said it earlier. I called for Stomp. I mean, I don't know. I hear that's a fun show. Well, in the case that there are no introductions, I believe some are in order. I am Dr. Odenwald. At your service, and clicks his heels and... and, and That's great. Is that that MD? Are you, you know, man of medicine? I have gone... I have had training in medical arts. That is correct. Mm, That's that's, Um, that's good for you. my training is in amputation. Oh, wow. That's... Now then... That comes in handy. What has Stomp told you? Honest, Giannis is paying a lot of money to find out what's in Stomp's head. So, if you tell me what he has told you, I promise to leave you... One arm. <sighs> I make eye contact with uh, with Tarleton. Is is what I mean? Is how does he look? How does Tarleton look? He's just staring down, uh, Doctor Oldenbald. Uh, and, and he and he glances over at you and shakes his head. Uh, nothing. Uh, not a thing. I mean. You know, he's pretty tight-lipped. We, I mean, you saw it. We had a bag over his head. He didn't tell me a damn thing. Okay, I believe you for the moment. And then he walks over to on, and walks over to Stomp and puts a gag into his mouth. And Stomp starts shaking his head. And he does the same thing uh, to Tarleton. Another gag goes into his mouth. Hey, 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 hey! It, what, what, what are you doing? It's okay. It's okay. I'll be with you in a moment. No, 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 no! You're just gonna have to wait your turn. No, it's keep going talking to, be fine. to me. No, all right, doctor. No, hey, hey. And then he picks up a scalpel off of. Uh, no, you don't need to do that. You don't. It. You don't need to do that. All right, all right. What? We caught him. We caught him with with some woman from from in a back alley. Okay, we did. We didn't even have that much on him. Okay, we. He hasn't told us anything. Just let us go, okay? Why would I care about a woman in a back alley? I don't know, but that's why we're here. That's all I know. If you keep this up, I will have to gag you while I do my work. No, you don't need to do any work. That's what I'm saying, okay? What do you think I'm going to do, officer? I don't know. You just got this big, scary tray of metal things, and you just put a gag around my friend's mouth, so I, I don't need you to do any of that right now. This isn't necessary is what I'm trying to say. We were bringing him in on pretty flimsy charges to begin with, okay? We didn't have any evidence. You're being very rude, officer. I gave you my name, but I don't know who you are. McQuaid. And who is your partner? His name's Ivan. Ivan and McQuaid. McQuaid, I'm going to cut off two of Stump's fingers. And then I'm going to do the same to your friend. Why? Why? No, 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 no. You don't need to do that. Why would you do that? Well, for for lessons? Experimentation? Things must be learned. And then he turns away from you and reaches over to stomp. No. And and then you see him just, like, with with a very deft movement, remove uh, two of stomp's fingers, like a middle and ring finger. And he places them into a bowl on on the uh, cart. And then he turns to you and, and holds up the bowl to show it to you. Okay, all right. And he puts right. it back on the cart. I, and now your friend Ivan. No, no, no. You don't, you don't need to do that. And Ivan shakes his head and starts like jerking no, his body. No, listen. Listen to me. Listen to me, doctor. One finger, you don't need to do that. And then another finger Fuck. comes off of him. God. And Ivan is just, Tarleton's just all right. shaking. And, 
and so is and so is Stomp. And then and then the doctor turns to you and goes, and now for the very fun part. No, no, no. We've learned our lesson. Okay, he, listen to me. Listen to me. Look me in the eye. God damn it. And he's ignoring you as he picks up the two of uh, Ivan's fingers and kind of jabs them onto his hand. And Ivan starts uh, shaking okay, again okay. and pulls out the vial of uh, glowing liquid and pours it over. You can see the, uh, the wound kind of sealing itself up and the fingers start moving again. What the fuck? Oh, we can keep this up all night. Removing body parts and replacing them is what we do. I just hope these are actually your friends, Ivan's fingers. Apparently, if you try to cross them, they sometimes reject it. All right. Listen, I... And then he throws one of, uh, one of, uh, 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 Stomp's fingers out into the darkness, and you hear <sighs> the, the, the crunching of bones and, and like, the... <laughs> as something eats it, and he goes... Uh, and that, that's when he goes, Goodness me, it seems I've neglected my pets. They haven't been fed in days. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right, doctor. Tell me, McQuaid, I've combined two dwarves before, <laughs> but never a human and two dwarves. I wonder, would you even take? Listen, listen, this can just stop right now, okay? Listen, we can just call, call it a night, all right? Um, you can let us go. We, I, Stomp didn't tell us anything, okay? He was a good little soldier, and we will just go on back about our watch, okay? And that's when he pulls off of Stomp's, uh, uh, his gag out of his mouth, and Stomp starts going, You motherfucking son of a motherfucker! And, and, and then the doctor backhands Stomp, and he spits out some blood, and he goes... Yeah, I told them everything. They know everything, Doctor. Stop! Shut the fuck up. He's not I'm telling sorry, the McQuaid, truth. I'm not going to protect you anymore. He... They know everything that I know, Doctor. What are you doing? I don't know, McQuaid. I told you. I warned you what was going to happen. All right, listen, listen. I don't know what's wrong with him. He hasn't told us anything. The woman's name was Althea. Okay. She's behind a fucking dumpster in an alley, okay? Close to the night market. That's not what he's asking about, McQuaid. You know what he's asking about. I don't know what he's asking about because you didn't tell me anything else, you piece of shit. I told you all about it, McQuaid. (sighs) But it's okay, McQuaid. About Althea, no one says no to stomp. You sick son of a bitch. Listen to me. All right, doctor. This can just end, Okay. This can just... The ten- I agree, it will end. It will end very soon. Now, would you like the gag in or out? And before I ask you that question, which finger would you like to lose? Would you like your thumb or your pointer? Uh, no, no, I, I, listen, it's not necessary. Choose, None of this I'll is necessary. Listen, listen. My father, my sister, they are they are at the head of the city watch. You will you will be angering some very powerful people if you do this to me. Listen. They'll end up on my table too if they come after me. Or if you don't tell me what I know, they'll end up on my table regardless. Now then, McQuaid, the choice is yours. Which finger would you like to lose? Fuck you. <laughs> I, I'm not saying anything. Yeah. Most would go with the pinky. But I find that the pinky is uh, unnecessary to most people's <laughs> lives, whereas the thumb, when somebody doesn't have a thumb, they can't grip things. Suddenly their hand becomes a useless appendage, so we're going to start there, and then I'm going to feed it 
to one of my little pets out there. Please stop. Would you like the gag in or out now? <laughs> Something to bite down on. No, 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 you don't. Very well, no, McQuaid. No, no, Pointer, pointer, I fuck! Thumatis. And he reaches over with a scalpel and cuts your thumb. <laughs> and he places it into a bowl uh, in front of him. And and he he kind of like like flexes out and he goes, Oh, that was wonderful. How does that feel to you, McQuaid? Fuck you. Well, not tonight. Now, which finger should we remove next? <laughs> Maybe we should start with a different appendage. And as, as he says that, suddenly a bell goes off in the house and he stops. And he goes, Ah, oh, it must be the boy with the supper I sent him out for. <laughs> I will see you all in a few minutes. Please, <laughs> don't get up. I'll be right back. <laughs> and he uh, walks out. <laughs> So your hand yeah. is now missing a thumb. Uh, is my is my, okay? Okay, okay. Am I am I bound at the wrists? You're bound at the wrists. Okay, my hand is probably. Am I able to? Uh, all right, I'm like barely holding on to consciousness, sure. but mm-hmm. but my hand is thinner. It's much thinner. Okay, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start pulling it out, out of the fucking uh, restraints. Right. It's it's it is super painful, especially mm. when the stump gets over the top of it. Mm. Uh, but you pull it through the restraint, and now your right hand is free. I'm biting my lip, like, really hard. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what, el- what else can I reach with my right? Can I, can I can undo reach, my you, left yeah, hand? Yeah, you can do it under your left hand. Okay, I reach over and I undo my left hand. Uh-huh. Uh, and then are my legs bound? Yeah, they're okay. also... Uh, okay. So you're going to do all, all of them? Yes, yes. And, re- and run over to Tarleton and undo his quickly as, okay. I, as I can. He, he rubs at his hands and he... And, you know, moving his hands around. And he's like, and he says, what, what do you think we should do, son? All right, I go back. Is my thumb still on the cart? Yeah, it's on the cart in the, uh, in, in the, is in the, the liquid bowl. still Yeah, there's there. a couple of vials of that stuff. Okay. All right, hold my fucking thumb. Hold it. He, he holds it. <laughs> making, making noise like, ew. All right, no, you, you work the syringe. I will hold the thumb, okay? And, and he places, okay, he places the syringe and starts drawing liquid and it burns through your flesh. <laughs> but then you suddenly get feeling back in your thumb and you can, you know, move it around and it feels actually fine a couple seconds later. I look around. What? What? What is? What else is there besides the cages? Is there another um, you, exit? You can, there's only one door out, but you also see all of your gear is stacked up uh, right. next to uh, one of the tables. All right, I put on my gear. And Tarleton also is quickly kidding back up. Yeah, and and he, and he goes, "We only have a couple of options here. We can either rush him right now, or wait till he gets in this room. When he walks in, he might be blinded for a second. We might be able to, you know, stab him against the wall and then just." get out of here. I don't know, maybe. Um, I, I, we bum rush him, we knock him out of the way. I, I did a lot of damage and it doesn't seem to have done much good, so just get him, get him, distract him and fucking run for it. Okay. What, what do him? we do with him? <laughs> he kind of smiles at you because you both said the same thing at the same yeah. time. And he goes, well, obviously we have to bring him with him, so otherwise what's the point? And then he turns to uh, Stomp and he goes, and then we're going to have a, have a conversation about what you know that Giannis is willing to send this god, this damn killer after us. Yeah, yeah. And Stomp goes, I don't know nothing. All right. I gag Stomp again. And you, Shut your goddamn mouth. All right. I free him. And then, um, okay. 
All right. He's freed and manacled up again. All right, and then we wait. Okay. I'm going to wait, like, you can hear around it. the door as much as I can. Yeah, you, you can hear down the hall, like, him going, like, oh, they never make the carry quite, quite right. <laughs> this, right. Is, this is just ruining my evening, and I guess I could just torture these guys to get to, fine, I'll torture them. All right. It's okay, doctor. It's going to be fine. Um, what and I want to do is I'm holding light. Yeah. And, um... Uh, when he walks through the door, is yeah. there something that will be like right very close to him as he walks through the door? Uh, like what? Uh, I don't know. Like something at eye. Maybe I'll just try to cast light very quickly on the end of his nose. Sure. Which I think require makes him uh, makes him do a dexterity saving throw. Mm-hmm. But like literally, yeah, on the end of that mask, like sure. right on his fucking eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon, so I'm like hidden, almost behind the door. Okay. With stomp and holding light to throw it in his face, basically. Okay. And uh, and on the other side, uh, Charlton has his halberd out. Yeah. Uh, and he looks at it and he goes, well, what's the what's the play, McQuaid? He comes through the door. We blind him. We hit him. And then we run. Sounds like a plan. Okay. And he, he grips his halberd and, and raises for it. And he's here down the, the zik, like his feet, footsteps coming down the hallway. Um, and, he, and he's uh, humming... Uh, a, a, t- a tune. It's like, and then the door opens. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I see the tip of his nose, mm-hmm. all right, I'm gonna let him clear. Try to clear the door, okay. but not long. I don't want him to notice sure. what's in the chairs. And then, yeah, light on the end of his nose. Okay, I rolled an eight for my saving throw. Nice. Okay, good. That fails. Okay. So his 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 like the end of the uh, the bird's beak uh, <laughs> thing just explodes in, in brightness, and then Tarleton runs at him at full force with his halberd, and I rolled a nineteen. Nice. And he just stabs deep into his body and, and he runs up against the wall and he goes, McQuay, get over here! Uh, and then I'll, I'll shove, uh, I will swing with my mace mm-hmm. uh, basically at his face, at his head. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, roll go it. roll it. Yeah. Okay. You can um, roll with advantage. That's a, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a 22. Okay. Uh, you, it's, it, he's not moving anywhere, so it just goes right into his head. Yeah, and then go! And, and then, then, yeah, then, yeah, Tarleton grabs Stomp and just drags him out of there. Yeah, and then I, I'm booking it. I'm, and, I'm and not, I'm, I'm right. barely looking back. Like, all you hear is a, as he, as he falls to the ground uh, behind you, and you kick open the door. Um, and, and Tarleton stops for a second, because you are in a completely different part of the city. Um, you're in an area. Are we outside now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He kicks open the front door. Like, okay. he runs down the hallway Got it. Yeah. of this, like, dungeon type room. Okay. And up a set of stairs, and then kicks open, like, some uh, doors up there, and then runs up to street level. And over in the distance, you can see uh, a stadium. Um, and then nearby there, you can see a bunch of uh, okay. horse stalls not too far away. Okay. Tarleton looks around and goes, We're, We're in turning. We're in turning. Yeah. Um,. I know, I know a bar. An, old, an, ex, an ex-watchman has a bar near here. We can probably go hide out there. Okay, all right. Yeah, and yeah, then he just good. starts running. All right, yeah. All right, and, and I'm, I'm dragging Stomp yeah. along, but running as best I can. Right. Um, you don't even slow down, and yeah. you can't even tell if the, the doctor is following you mm-hmm. uh, or not. Uh, your thumb is itching, but it's mm-hmm. otherwise perfectly fine. 
and okay. moving and um, whatever damage you would have had before is all gone. You're now at full hit points again. Yeah, okay, great. Um, and as you're uh, running through through the uh, through the uh, streets of it, he then uh, Tarleton then dodges down an alley and then another alley and he and he gets around a couple of guys who are uh, walking a horse and finally um, you get to a to a building called Staleg's Public House. Okay. And he and Tarleton stops outside and he takes a deep breath and he's out of breath because you guys ran all the way here and he turns to you and he goes, "His name's Staleg. He." I, I patrolled him back in the day. About as good as you can expect. He'll right. he'll he'll hide us. All right, they should be fine. Yeah, okay. He's like, just, just are you don't. okay? Yeah, it's, I'm not. I don't run. <laughs> no, I I, I, get I walk. It. I get it. You're doing good. You're doing good. Come on. Okay, McQuaid. <sighs> All right, you you go. You lead the hey, way. Hey, you hey, know he this puts guy. It, puts his. Uh, he goes, and he, and he walks in. Uh, the tavern, even though it's like three or four in the morning is, is still going pretty strong. Okay. Uh, you're fairly close to the uh, entrance to the crutch, so uh, lots of people are in this area. Is there... Uh, all right. Is um, uh, is there a way I can hide that we're red sleeves? Um, like, but without... without what, While still keeping my chain mail on? <laughs> yeah, you can just roll the sleeves up. I mean, it's underneath yeah, yeah, the jerk. Yeah, no, I'm... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'll rip them off. Okay. Yeah, like, seriously, we'll go full no, gorilla. You can, you, can roll, you can roll it up, because it's, it's like... Okay. You, you have a, uh, a tunic over the top of it that is short sleeve, so if you okay. roll them up, you'll... Yeah, okay. Uh, so, uh, Tarleton sees what you're doing and follows along with you. Okay. And he walks in there, and he goes... He walks up to the bar, he goes, Stealing! Long time no see, and the man behind the bar... Uh, another old dwarf. I'm keeping uh, subtle back and yeah. back away. Gives yeah. Charlton uh, kind of a once over, and he goes, uh, "He goes, Ivan. You don't get to this part of the city much often. What's uh, what, are, what are you doing here?" And and Charlton says, um, "Got into a little bit of a scuffle tonight. We need some place to lay low. Got some guys looking for people." And that's when Staley looks back at you. And, nod. and he nods at you and he goes and he kind of gestures behind him. he goes there's an apartment upstairs happy to use it until until night until daylight should be a couple watchmen at that point okay alright I, I start moving Stomp towards the stairs uh, he Stomp is not really giving you much trouble anymore yeah. getting somebody's fingers cut off tend to yeah. make them a little bit more docile Crap. especially because he's still missing one yeah So you walk up the stairs to what amounts to just a, um, a small sitting room. Um, outside, you get a very good uh, view of the street uh, through the front window. And uh, once you're inside, Charlton uh, closes and locks the door. Okay. And he leans against it and finally lets out a long, deep breath. I put Stomp into a chair and sit down myself. <sighs> Have a seat, Tarleton. That's something, huh, t- huh Farley? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I've I've dealt with all kinds of crazy people, but never a giant bird that I, takes off people's fingers. I'd certainly fucking hope not. If I run into that every week, I think I'd probably find another city to move to. I mean, I prayed to the matron, but my goddess, what are we supposed to do against that? I'm looking. I, yeah. I saw you tag him twice. Yeah. Hard. Maybe, maybe he drank some of that potion that he was using on us. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at my thumb again. Seems perfectly fine. There's not even any scar tissue there. I'm. Have you ever heard of anything like that? It feels like a, 
you know what what you call it's one of them uh like a healing it's a healing potion but like yeah, a weird one right yeah no i don't i've never even heard of i mean i've heard of clerics clerics like curing blindness before things like that but this is this is like something else and i look over at stomp mm-hmm. how does he look uh he's still cradling his hand um, you, uh, Charlton, like, did a rudimentary bandage on it. I pulled a uh, gag out of his mouth. And he goes, I wish you would have taken up more of your fingers. Cool. So now you seem to know that, you know, you've got a better chance staying with us than anybody else because it seems like your friends don't seem too fucking friendly to you anymore. I got information in my head. They're going to want it. That, independent contractors, that's all that was. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What kind of information? None of your business kind of information, McQuaid. Well, I don't Wait, know. Farley? Did I hear, hear him call you Farley? Shut your mouth. What is that, a family name? Where'd you get that from, huh? I got it from my mother and father. You're named after your mother? Yes, that's right. That's, I mean, you humans are funny, but uh, uh, I never thought anything. <laughs> your mom sounds awfully great when she's, you know, saying it out loud. Never mind. Anyway. Ma Kelflake is a saint. Uh-huh. A saint, McQuaid. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. God damn it. I'm, like, holding back, like, slugging him in the face. Because sure. I remember I what it. this guy did earlier tonight. Charlton um, sits down next to you and he goes... I'm actually kind of impressed with you, McQuaid. You really kept your head cool under pressure. I probably I would have done almost everything you did tonight. And had you waited any longer for any of those decisions, I would have made them for you. Well, I, I know this is kind of learning on the job, but... I want to... <laughs> I feel stupid. I, I'm like... You know, I'm like trying to like whisper so the stomp yeah. doesn't hear us, but I'm like, I just want to be a good cop. Unfortunately, McQuaid, you are a good cop, and eventually that will get you killed. You understand that, right? What the? F- what are you doing here? What? Do, what are you? Well, Why I got have about you kept at it this long. I got about ninety years in the force. Um been I don't have a corporal uh, for about 80 of those years. Never going to make a sergeant. Never going to make lieutenant. Never going to be chief. But I like to think I made a difference here or there. Occasionally I show someone young and useful the right way of doing things. This feels like fighting a losing battle. And hey, I'm only another 50 years away from my pension. <laughs> going to retire. Yeah, yeah. You keep that. Got a nice place. Keep that down down in uh, Gold Beach. Yeah, that's nice. Gonna get a fishing boat. Whole nine yards. Good. Except for I hate fishing. (laughs) Well, that's all right. Could do the tavern route, but you know, look at that guy down there. I know you don't want to compete with him. He's got the. Seems to be doing an all right job. Yeah. What the fuck are we gonna do? Well, sun's gonna be up in about two hours. Okay. Um, a couple of guys I know eat their breakfast here in the morning. We'll have a couple more, and we'll take this guy down to the cannery together. Stomp, you wearing anything that um these assholes might be able to track? Anything like that? Not that I'm aware of. All right. 
Besides, they know where th- they know how to find things, right? I guess. I mean, hey, you should start thinking about which friends are more uh, valuable to you: the friends that cut your finger off, or the friends that are keeping you alive right now. Like I said, McQuaid, independent contractor. He doesn't know how things work down here. Uh, well, uh, he, Giannis, when he arrives, he's going to make everything straight. Giannis guys, already paid that guy to chop your finger off tonight and uh, was probably planning on doing a whole lot worse. So Who I, can say what Giannis told him? Maybe Giannis has told him there's some information that I have and he wanted it. Maybe he didn't tell them not to, not to hurt me. Who knows? I look at Tarleton. Does Tarleton have like... Like giving him a look like, what the fuck? What are these just rugs? And he goes, so uh, what is, what information do you have? Stomp. And Stomp shrugs. He's like, eh, I pick things up here and there. I'm going to get a little closer and like I try to, you know, be as intimidating as I can. I'll mm-hmm. pull a dagger. And I will make eye contact with Tarleton first. I will pull mm. a dagger, like in kind of a go with me on this. Mm-hmm. I will pull my dagger, step closer to Stomp, and be like, all right, now you listen to me. I am not going to put up with any more of this insanity tonight. I need to know what you know, and you need to tell me I will protect you, or I will cut out your fucking tongue right now. That would be a intimidation roll. That's correct. Wow, uh, 22. He, you know, is backing up from you as as you're saying this as well as much as he possibly can. You know, makes some gestures like of adjusting himself. And he goes, I don't know what you're talking about, but suppose someone saw where Dice's vault is. And saw the combination for the vault. Dice's vault. Yeah. And suppose that person who knew where Dice's vault is. Dice Ushkarik. Correct, officer. Uh Uh-huh. Go on. Suppose that person knew the information that only guys that worked for Dice even know about. One of the biggest kept secrets in the city. All the information on all the people. Suppose someone knew where that was. How valuable do you think that would be? Pretty valuable. Correct, which is why when Giannis arrives, he's going to pay me a lot of money. You're the only guy that knows that? Well, me and Dice. (laughs) Yeah, you and Dice. That's, yeah, that's pretty valuable bit bit of information. I'd like to think so. Okay. So how about you, uh, let me go, officer? I'll tell you where it is. I'll tell you the combination. I'll tell Giannis, too, of course. Get paid. But you can let me go, and you can find out all this information. You could take over the city yourself. That's, uh, that's a pretty appealing offer. I'd like to think so. But, you know, I can't shake the idea. I can't shake the picture of that woman Althea dead back in that fucking... Who? Althea. You're and worried will... about some dead whore? And I'll punch him in the stomach. And oof. 
and and back over and spits up some blood yeah. from that. And he goes, "You're gonna pay for that, McQuade." Fine. You say her name. Whose name? Althea. I don't say whores' names. I back away. There is a knock out the door. Tarleton stands up and looks over at you and then looks back at the door. Is there a closet or anything else? Uh, in here that I can shove no, that, that would a, that, that would that stomp could fit into. No, not really. This room is just it's just a box with a couple of chairs in it. It's it's really made for just a, a like the, the, there's a table in there. So this might be used as like a poker room. As best I can, I will push stomp um, behind the door mm-hmm. and keep him out of sight. Okay. And shh, you know, make the finger against my lips. I'm, and he does the same thing with his middle finger. Nod to Tarleton to, to open the door. Tarleton walks over to the door, and the moment his hand touches the knob, the door gets kicked in, and the giant frame of Dr. Uh, Odenwald Fuck. steps in and he goes, Good evening, gentlemen. As you can see, there is no place where you can hide from me. I will try and slam the door into him. Oh, no, the door's on the ground. Oh, God. So you have to actually pick it up. Okay, got it. So Tarleton is is now uh, thrown across the room. And instead of uh, scalpels, you see him, uh, like, make a gesture with his cane, and he pulls out a a long, thin sword. We're on the second floor? On the second floor, And there are windows? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, Tarleton, did Tarleton get knocked down? Yeah, he's knocked down. All right. He's, like, partially covered by the door itself, so it's on his legs. Fuck. Um, and I will push. Um, I will put myself. I will put myself between uh, the doctor and Stomp, mm. and sort of be backing Stomp towards one of the windows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will be holding my halberd out in front of me, uh, ready to sort of deflect anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, the, uh, uh, the 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 doctor. Uh, with his left hand, with an underhand gesture, throws a dagger mm-hmm. at you, mm-hmm. and it misses and sails on by, hits the wall behind you, mm-hmm. and he goes, "I," w-, and he says, "It's okay, gentlemen. Come over here now. We have unfinished business." Mm-hmm. Um, and I say, "No, I don't really feel like that." And then I swing my halberd. At okay. Him. Yeah. Roll it. Let's try it. 23. That's a hit. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah, somehow. Somehow you beat his armor class of <laughs> less than 23. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is 11 points of slashing damage. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, he doesn't even flinch. Okay. At getting sliced in the, in, in the stomach like that. Any, any. I will try and, I will, if I can, mm-hmm. like, kind of shove him back towards the wall or back towards a window on the opposite wall if possible. Okay. Um, yeah, I will. So you're, you're, you're coming at him with, with your halberd? Yes, but basically, you know, I, I want, I think I'm stronger than him. He looks pretty gaunt and so, even though he's eight mm-hmm. feet tall, and, <laughs> and I will, and I will push uh, as, as best I can like towards, towards a window or something. I want to okay. shove uh, him Roll in athletics, please. Okay, cool. Yeah, dirty 20. Okay. Um, okay. 
Um, so you come at him with your halberd. You, you slashed him once in the stomach, then you kind of reverse it into a two-handed grip yep. and, and shove at him. And it's like hitting a wall. You're just stopped. <sighs> and then he just lashes out with his sword twice. Uh, you take two points of damage. Jeez. Okay. Um, and you know, deep down, you know that you took two points of damage because he only wanted to give you two points of damage. Like, he is purposefully not hitting you as hard as he possibly could. Okay. Charlton is, is trying to push the door off of himself. All right, I back, I back up. I back up. And I go, all right. All right. All right. Doctor, doctor, I know you're just doing this for money. Let's talk. The time for talking is over. You wanted that when you tried to escape from my lab, or you do escape from my lab. But what do you have to say for yourself, McQuaid? I will give you 24 words. <laughs> uh, I'm nobody. I'm a new cop. I'm just trying to bring in a guy who killed a girl. I don't know what the fuck all this is about. Just walk away. Those were the wrong 24 words. And he lashes out again. Okay. And is your AC uh, higher than 17? It's 16. Okay. Uh, you take two more points of damage. Okay. And I at that moment... I still get the sense that he's toying with me? Oh, my God, yes. Okay. Um, at that point, Tarleton then then screams from behind you and, and, and charges with his halberd and hits. Okay. And it sinks right through him to the point that you that the halberd blade comes out from his stomach wow. and is only a couple of inches away from you. Wow. And you take a take a step back from it. Yeah. As it's there, and, 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 and uh, the doctor, Oldenvald, looks down at it and looks up at you and he goes... That probably should hurt. And I try to chop his head off. I roll it. Okay. Yeah, dirty twenty. Okay. Um. Yeah, be ten. Twelve. Twelve points of slashing damage okay. at his your, neck. Yeah. Your. Um. Your 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 blade slashes clean through his neck, <sighs> and then the moment it hits where his spine should be, it just stops as if, it, and you hear a clang. As if it hit metal inside what? of him, and and he and he looks at that halberd, and he and he puts puts his and he puts his hand, his free hand, on the halberd in his chest, and just starts pushing back. God. And and Tarleton starts moving back, and he goes, and and he says, "This is going to be so much fun. No one ever gets to see me do my tricks." Oh my God. Um. And so he pushes Tarleton out of the way. And what do you like? To, what would you like to do? Uh, uh, um, I'm gonna, t- I, I can't, this is, none of this is hurting him, so I'm gonna just try and slow him down. Do I have an extra pair of manacles on me? Um, I don't know. You I, know what? Uh, roll a d20, anything over, if you roll 11 or better, you do. A 
That's a 10. <laughs> so no. Sorry. Nope. No, I already used, and I used some on the guys earlier, too. Yep. I am that's out of I'm manacles. Just, that's why I gave you that. And some, no, I, yes. sure. Um, uh, leaving my halberd where it is. Sure. I'm going to try to just ram my dagger into his heart. Okay. That's, roll it. I'm aiming for he's, he's trying moving, to find so you can, a weak you can roll spot. With advantage. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, wow, shit. Hmm. Uh, I am rolling very well tonight. Um, that is 24. Okay. Your your dagger sinks into his chest. It doesn't even slow down. Mm-hmm. And it goes exactly where his heart should be. And, and, and he just doesn't even grunt when it sinks in there. All right, I, I back and up. He, and he grabs your halberd with his other hand because he's pushed Tarleton's out completely, and he pulls it out of his neck and throws it on the ground. Um, and he goes, is there anything else you'd like to try to cut me with before I begin? Uh, I, I would just like to try to kick him back through the door. Okay. Um, yeah, I just want to get him away then because none of Roll this it. is working. Um, unarmed strike. Uh, that's a 18. Uh, you kick him. Uh, roll an athletics now to see if you can move him. No, that's an 8. Yeah, I rolled better than that. Okay. Okay, yeah. So you, you kick him, yeah. and it, it's it, it's like you just kicked a wall. Like you try to drop kick him, and you, you hit him, and he doesn't even move. <laughs> and then he pulls the dagger out of his heart. Is there any blood coming out of the wounds? There is absolutely nothing but a clear liquid coming out of it. What the fuck? And he, and he advances on you and does two quick slices with it, but this time he's actually trying to hurt you. Mm. Um. I rolled a, uh, I rolled a twenty-four and Shut a twenty-three, and he hits you for seven points of damage. Okay, and you go down. Okay, and as just as Doctor Odenwald is about to deliver the killing blow, mm-hmm. a voice sounds out from the door. Whoa, 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 Doc! No reason to kill her. I guess is there. And when you look over at the door, you see a pink-skinned tiefling with pointy antlers and solid gold eyes. Clenched between his teeth is a long red cigarette, and cradled in his hand is a wand with a glowing green tip pointed at you. And and he glances over at you and glances over at Tarleton and goes, Now then, Tarleton. He goes, Now then, Tarleton, you can be my man, and we can go on our way. And Charlton then grabs Stomp and holds a dagger to his, to his throat. And he glances over at you and he goes, McQuaid, how are you, how are you doing over there? Uh, not, not good. Mm. And Doctor turns to the man at the door and he goes, Giannis, I want to kill them. You told me I could kill them when I was done with them. And Giannis says, Not today, Doctor. I have questions for them. And as I'm already here, I believe your contract is now void. Uh, I, since I'm, I believe I'm holding one healing potion. Yeah. Um, I, I want to drink it. Okay. And then Jesus, it's the worst. Um, you got okay. like two hit points back? Yeah, I got four hit points back. <laughs> 2d4 plus two and I rolled two ones. Hey. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Um, okay. Oldenwald looks at you and Tarleton and Stomp and then Giannis and back at you and he shrugs and he puts his picks up his sword cane puts it back in the uh, sword puts it back in his cane and does a very like sharp bow towards you 
and he goes, Nothing personal. And he walks out of the room. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then behind Giannis comes uh, uh, five other guys. Okay. A bunch of big, big, big guys. Half-orcs, humans, and uh, dwarves. Okay. And one of them pulls a chair out, and uh, the uh, tiefling sits down, and he goes, In case you were wondering, my name is Honest Giannis. Yeah, I've been Good here. evening, gentlemen. I've been hearing that name a lot lately. Yes, you have taken something that belongs to me. Uh, do you, are you happen to be referring to this piece of shit over here? Stomp! He is a very good employee. Uh, he has no, um, mercy, I believe is the right term. No, so, yeah, that's, that happens to be why we're bringing him in right now. Well, he has information that I want. Uh, and... Stomp, how good is your information? And Stomp, like, nods his eyes. Like, it's, it's, it's exactly what you think it is, sir. And Giannis nods. He goes, I was going to give you Stomp when I'm done with him, but he is just too useful. So, officers, I'm going to give you a deal. The deal is simple. You can stand up, let go of my employee, and leave... And maybe no one cares. Or? Or there are, and he looks around the room, what, six of us? And two of you? And you're both bleeding. Tarleton looks at you and gives a very uh, small shake of his head. And he goes... I don't believe anything you're saying. Giannis, you're going to kill us the moment we let go of him. Giannis shrugs, and he goes, Well, unfortunately, I hold all the cards here. Now then, I think I heard somebody uh, refer to you as McQuaid. Yeah. Are you Amias's boy? Yeah. My dad. Smart, smart man, your father. My sister. Yeah. They know when a good deal is given to them. Now, McQuaid, are you going to be a good cop like your parent, like your father and your sister, or are you going to be a bad cop? I think our definitions might differ. I look over at Stomp. What what is Tarl? What are Tarleton's eyes? He's just me? staring at Giannis, and he st- looks back at you, and then back at Giannis, and then Giannis says, "I'll tell you boys what. I already paid Odenwald quite a bit of money for what he's done tonight, uh, but because he didn't fulfill the contract, uh, he only got paid half. His other half uh, equal to, and he turns to one of his guys and he holds up uh, a hand and five fingers up." And he goes, uh, 500 gold, I believe, is what he is owed. Um, it's funny, I happen to have that on me. I can leave that bag here. Who can say where it came from? Maybe you guys just found 500 gold, and unfortunately your prisoner escaped. Does that seem like a deal you boys can take? I'm still not saying anything. Or I can just kill you both and just take stop. 
But right now, I respect your father a little too much, McQuaid, to do that to him. Yeah. I stand up. And I make my way over to Stomp and Tarleton. I look at Tarleton. And I say, sorry. (laughs) And then I grab Stomp Mm -hmm. and shove him out the window and follow after him. Um, you're pretty far away from the window. That's a pretty long... Fuck! Pretty long walk, sorry. Even one of the walls? I mean, shove him at the wall, he's just gonna bounce. No, no, yeah, I want it like, like, yeah. God fucking damn it. As, as, um, Tarleton is starting to read your, um, bio language is what you're doing, like you're glancing at the window and glancing at stop, and, you know, he kind of follows what you're doing and he starts backing over towards it. And Giannis kind of stands up and points the wand at full length and he goes, where are you boys trying to take my property? I'm just trying to get my manacles back. I'm sorry, they're, they're official city property, so I, I wouldn't want to have my, my pay docked for them. Sorry. So, you know, hope you don't mind. Charlton nods and uh, as you get over to the window and you feel the uh, window with with your hand, yeah, and kind of like give it uh, like a like a temporary tug to it because this is a uh, window with bars on the outside of it. Oh fuck! <laughs> like you give it a little tug up with it, and then you look behind you and you notice that the dagger that um, Doctor Odenwald threw the first time wasn't actually aimed at you. It was actually aimed at the window uh-huh. to and went through the sill and into the wall next to it. Okay. Locking it closed. Ugh. And Charlton sees what you're doing and said, so Is Janos? And Janos are shaking his head. And then Charlton turns to you and he says, Be better than me. May the matron guide you. What? And then. And then before you can even blink, he shoves his dagger deep into the neck of Stomp. Whoa. And shoving his and just shoves it deep into until the geyser of blood comes off the other side. Fuck. And then as if in slow motion, Giannis uh, raises his wand and lets loose with six glowing green darts that strike Tarleton square in the center of his chest, then imp- and then it impacts in the wall behind him, shattering the glass as this thing as his energy just flies through him. Tarleton falls. And the last conscious act you see him take is yanking the dagger dagger out of Stomp's neck, uh, slicing through the ropey tissues, nearly parting the head from the body. Both men fall to the ground, dead. I back up. I back up. I back up. Somewhere. And I put my hands up. Somewhere far away, as you're backing up, time just kind of recedes from you, and the world recedes from you, because Giannis starts yelling, no! And the rest of the gang are raising their weapons. Some of them have swords, and other ones have crossbows. And you're just staring at the body of, of Tarleton. And then, through all of this, from the taste of the iron in the air, from the pink mist spreading out around you, from what used to be your partner, 
a calmness overcomes you. Standing over Tarleton is a stately woman with her graying hair pulled back into a bun. She fixes you with a warm but firm stare as she cuts the palm of her hand with a dagger robed by reeds. She places the bloody palm on your forehead and then your vision is just filled with a bright light. Hours, seconds, minutes, who can tell later. Your vision clears to reveal the face of Giannis, maybe a couple inches away from you, shouting, McQuaid! McQuaid, can you hear me? You still with us? You feel that your arms are being held behind your back by a couple of pretty heavy guys. And Giannis, like I said, is only a couple of inches away from you. As your vision slowly takes uh, takes in his shape, um, you feel that you're in a kneeling position, and you can see most of your weapons are scattered on the ground next to you. Yeah. Yes. Lost you there for a second. Mm-hmm. Um. I look around. Next to you is Charlton's body. Next to him is Stomp. A large pool of blood surrounds both of them. I start praying to the matron. You feel relief, some calmness, and a lot of anger. Yeah. And Giannis shakes his head. He's like, terrible business this evening. Are my hands bound? Well, I mean, the the two guys are holding you, yeah. But Giannis, like I said, is only a couple of inches away from you. Yeah. And how many guys are there? Eh, like six. Okay. And Giannis... Um, just kneeling there going so horrible thing this happened this evening with your friend killing mine now your father is owed a favor so I figure this is how I will return it I am going to let you live tonight McQuaid but know that if our paths cross bad things could happen. Do you understand? I don't say anything. I just look up at him, look him square in the eye. Like, I don't like, nod. I don't shake my head. I just look at him. Points his head, kind of like uh, tilts his head to the side and goes, what? I'm just praying for you. <laughs> Hear that, boys? He's praying for me. <laughs> your family is... Oh, my God. McQuaid, your family is wonderful. <sighs> and he stands up and pulls the dagger out of the uh, window and then opens it up, and he starts gathering up your halberd and your truncheon and your other supplies and just starts throwing them out the window. And he goes, <sighs> Be seeing you around, McQuaid. Oh, and uh, I'm going to assume before I leave that Stomp didn't tell you anything I wanted to know. I just keep looking at him. I don't say a fucking word. Well, if you do hear anything, you know where to find me. And then he uh, looks purposely down at a small bag of uh, that's on the floor in front of you. And he goes, let's go. 
and the two guys holding you down, uh, like uh, push you down once hard and then retreat out of the room. And now you're left in a room with the bodies of Tarleton and stop. I pick up the bag. Hmm. It's like a bunch of gold. Yeah. A lot of it. Yeah. Um. Stay leg. A couple moments later, uh, the dwarf kind of pokes his head around, around the door. Tarleton. Can you call? Can, is there a watch, another watch around? Yeah, I'll go down to the house. doing my best to clean up Tarleton's body. Mm. There's literally six gaping holes in his chest from where the magic missiles flew through him. Yeah. Um, is there anything personal of his? You know, I'm just kind of... Yeah. You, yeah. you clean up his body as best you can. You kind of ignore stop as best you can. Yeah. The next day or two goes by in, in kind of a flash. Uh, eventually the watch shows up and they cordon off the area and your father shows next up. Next hour or two, yes, yeah. <laughs> hmm? You said next hour or two? Yeah. Oh, okay, I think you said day or two. <laughs> like, uh, wait, well, no, I'm here? explaining the next couple oh, of days okay. what got, happens. Got, yeah. yes. So in the next uh, next hour or two, the, the, shot, the watch okay. shows up, your father shows up and he, you know, see, takes in everything and turns to you and goes, you okay? No. He nods and he goes, I understand. And walks out. This guy, Stomp, he killed a girl near Sweeties, near the night market. Well, we stashed her body behind the dumpster. Yeah, we, we found her earlier. Okay. Don't worry, we'll take care of it, son. Why don't you get home? cleaned up there's a doctor hang on hang on hang on there's a doctor that's it's an eight foot tall fucking monster um he's he's a hired killer or somebody he's insane he needs to be he needs to be found people need to stop that your father nods his head and goes go home get cleaned up come by the cannery in the morning Get a couple hours of sleep, and we're going to take down everything you want to say then. Okay. It's okay, son. The night's over. Does Tarleton have a family? No, he's a bachelor. Okay. The watch was his family. Yeah. The rest of the day is spent people talking to you. I'm going to go and take all of the gold to... um, uh, I guess to the temple of the matron. I mean, to I mean, uh, I guess the Our Lady of Perpetual Mercy. Yes. Mercy. Everyone calls it perpetual misery. Misery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I assumed you probably hid it. Some part of you knew that if you weren't didn't hide that bag, it'd probably end up in some other officer's ho- uh, pocket. I'm giving all of it to the temple. Okay. The next couple of days, like I said, go by in a blur. You talk to people and kind of get the feeling that no one is really caring um the tarleton has always been kind of this thorn in the side he never took a bribe never took a free meal he'd let people go if he didn't think it was really worth the watch's time to deal with it he only really cared about the big crimes and the 
really big evil in the world. Is Ruby around? She is. She's um, at her desk near the front. Okay. She gives you a wan smile. How are you holding up? Are you free later? Of course, McQuaid. Of course, Farley. How about we meet up after the wake tonight? Yeah. See you there? That would be nice. Do you want to... You want to get away for a little bit? You know I can't do that. Okay. It's going to be okay. You need to go change. It's going to be okay, Farley. Yeah. Okay. This morning, you buried your partner. It was supposed to be the entire watch who showed up, who wasn't on duty. But most didn't. Mm -hmm. Tarleton always reminded them of their inadequacies. Always showed them that what they could be, but were incapable of being, because the city infected them with all of the uh, crime and filth that covered this place. Your father and your sister said some kind words about him, but none of them really meant anything. Mm -hmm. In the end, he died, and no one could help him. After the funeral, you are at the wake at the Coastal Flower. Most of the watch showed up to this event, because as one odious watchman says about these kinds of occasions, free booze is free booze. Yeah, and I've already probably started to drink a little too much. Thomason walks over and sits next to you and kind of, like, uh, shoves you with her hip. Hey. I've never lost anyone before, Farley. I don't know quite what well, to say to you. Well, at least I'm beating you in something, huh? That's... <laughs> yeah. You were... What? Are you... You're going to get through this. <laughs> I'm going to be a good cop, right? Dad's going to put you with somebody probably mm -hmm. a little bit better. Somebody who can show you the ropes better. Somebody better. Somebody who knows how things work better, right? This is how the world works, Farley. Fuck. Okay. I look her square in the eye. Mm -hmm. How does it work? Explain it to me. She takes a deep breath and then, like, uh, slugs back the rest of her drink, and she goes, I understand you're feeling very emotional right now, Farley. Come see me in a couple of days when you've gotten your shit together. What happened to you? New calendar happened to me, Farley. She stands up, gives a wave, and walks away. The rest of the watch kind of ignore you. Like, there's actually kind of a bubble around you as you're drinking alone. And a few seats down, as you're looking around the bar, you see two people here who are not the watch. Normally, at the Coastal Flower, there's kinds, all kinds of people coming in here. Watchmen, sailors, 
uh, criminals, junkies, prostitutes, all kinds of people. Kind of a neutral territory, this area. But during cop stuff, during watch stuff, people kind of stay away. And at the end of the bar, you can see a tabaxi who's so deep into his cups that he appears to be sleeping on the bar. And sitting next to you is a grizzled elderly dwarf who's holding an axe handle as a cane. He nods over to you and raises his cup and he goes, Hey, hmm. do you uh, know the deceased? Yep. Yep. Horrible thing when a hero dies. How do you know he was a hero? Anyone that dies in the line of duty defending the weak is a hero. Hmm. It's nice of you to say. Hey, are you a watchman? Yes, I am. Yep. And I kind of give my chest a pound and was like, yeah, that's what I'm here for. Watching. Do you want to be a hero? Um, I don't know if I know what that means anymore. Seems there's this town up north, place called Jurafrolish. Need some people to save it. You interested? Yeah, maybe. Who are you? My name is Sir Alden Stridaxed of the Storm Shields. Perhaps you've heard of me. Hey, let's get another round over here. Yeah, yeah. You know, more. More from my friends. And for the rest of the night, you drink with Sir Alden. And the next morning, hungover, groggy, angry, you find yourself on a cart heading out of the city, along with a tabaxi who was at the end of the bar, two tiefling women, and a the palest elf you've ever seen in your entire life and the entire world is waiting for you and that's where we're going to wrap it up cool and that is how Farley ended up in Jurafurlish indeed on well, the road to Jurafurlish on the road to Jurafurlish well eventually you're going to get there yeah and then horrible things are going to happen to him there too so. more horrible things well what is <laughs> it is fear, fear initiative, initiative. <laughs> my goodness yeah. have a good night everyone thanks, hope you everybody. enjoyed the story thanks for listening